Hello and welcome to the Points to Podiums podcast. I know uh, you're not hearing the, the right gal tonight. That's not, um, she's not here. Um, Lori is gone today, so uh, you're just stuck with me today. That's okay. Um, so welcome. Uh, I'm joined by uh, my good friend and pal uh, and Ferrari fan, Shed a Tear, Mr. Joseph Reyna, the president of UNL F1 Club as well. Um, welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, I, the welcome is extended. I feel very Thank you. Perfect. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're here to break down the, the Singapore Grand Prix. Um, Sergio Perez's strong performance shines the light in the dim weekend for uh, Max Verstappen as he had a chance to obtain his second world championship this weekend. Granted, it was uh, kind of far-fetched anyway, but had a chance nonetheless. Um, pretty hectic weekend for most of the teams in the rain-soaked circuit of Marina Bay. Uh, McLaren and Aston Martin's strong showings re- uh, reorganized the Constructors' Championship as well, and a delayed start, and about 100 million freaking yellow flags later, and uh, Sergio Perez shows off how good he can be in the street circuits. Uh, plenty more to analyze today after another fantastic race weekend, so let's get right into the headlines. showing for Max Verstappen today, or uh, not today, Sunday, we're recording on Wednesday, um, but he sees seventh place. Uh, pretty tricky out there for Max Verstappen, the uh, the almost crowned world champion this, this year. Uh, he ran out of kind of a, just a, just a every wacky Wednesday for a wacky, wacky race for good old Max Verstappen. Yeah. Every, was, yeah. I mean, the whole weekend, it just yeah. seemed like nothing could go his way, and I mean, if you heard him in the the post-race press conferences or, or meetings, whatever you want to call them, uh, the guy just—he seemed infuriated. You—you you alluded to earlier. I am a Ferrari fan, but I do wonder what he would have been like if if he was wearing red all season. Right. I mean, there have just been so many mistakes, but Red Bull has been fantastic. That when you look at uh, this season and, and this race in particular as a as a uh, singularity, they were. Poor. I mean, it, there was the mistake in qualifying that set him up for a poor race, and then mm-hmm. uh, to go into the race, he had the, the anti-stall issue um, at the very beginning. But when he was in control, he was doing fantastic. He was making uh, overtakes left, right, and center in places that normally they they weren't getting done. And you know, I think he he got past Vettel twice. You know, yeah. for instance, he he was fantastic uh, in and of himself, but unfortunately, just you know, a little mistake here and there with the, the the team in qualifying and then getting past Lando, unfortunately for him, uh, you know, put him back and finished seventh. So. Yeah, that was, I don't, I mean, I don't think I've seen a more severe lockup a- anywhere ever it was bad. than that crazy lockup on, on when he was trying to overtake Lando. Yeah, I he, thought he his engine, like three yeah. times the, the front tire. Yeah. Uh, flat I thought his engine exploded at first because <laughs> there was so much smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was crazy. I mean, and then he he misses the mark when he tries to restart, like Max tries to do. He tries to just gun it on on the on the straight, trying to beat the the restart, and mm-hmm. he messes that up too. Yeah. Uh, it's just uh, not a great showing for Max Verstappen, and we're seeing a little chink in the armor. Maybe um, who knows? I, I mean, he's been pretty flawless all year long. Um, so it's pretty hard to say that, I mean, it's just crazy to think that like, oh, we actually, he's a human, he's a mortal human. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> he's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, 
it's just drops in the big bucket of water really because you know they're so far ahead in the championship that it, he could really it doesn't really matter at this mm-hmm. point um but you know still he's a competitive guy he's gonna want to win every race anyway so yeah it was just a just a weird weekend for max verstappen and red bull as a whole but um luckily sergio perez takes over um a little bit of max's glory and gets a win in the street circuit which is i mean are we surprised that it's, it's, it's a, becoming his thing you yeah, know, these street circuits are fantastic. Monaco, Baku, yeah. uh, even in Jeddah, he was even fantastic. in Jeddah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. He 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 shown today uh, when most other drivers were, you know, showing their their mistakes, and he, he just didn't make any. You know, that was mm-hmm. it. I mean, Leclerc had his issue off the start. Uh, I can't think of anything Carlos really did. He was kind of quiet throughout yeah. the, the entire race, but I mean. There was a tweet I saw that, that said if you tried to show somebody uh, the, the race from this weekend and say, you know, they haven't seen F1 before, and you try to tell them that Verstappen and Hamilton are two of the best drivers on the grid, they would never believe you. Yeah, you know? they, I mean, that's, yeah. Hamilton went into the wall, uh, mm-hmm. and he had a collision with Magnussen, I believe. Uh, Do they make the wings at Mercedes out of, like, vibranium or something? I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe it's just Haas's are made out of plastic. Styrofoam. Yeah, especially that, that left. <laughs> That left the left, Kevin, only Kevin Magnuson's wing is yes. made out of <laughs> peanuts. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sergio Perez is just the guy to fall back onto um, whenever Max messes up or whenever Red Bull strategy is is not on par. I mean, he's there to fill the gaps, and uh, you know, Red Bull is you know find their guy. And Sergio Perez, I mean, if not for Max Verstappen, could be a number one driver. I think anywhere else on the grid. Um, especially with the, how he's just fitting in the grooves nicely um, into that Red Bull 2, uh, that second car, is really nicely. Um, yeah, uh, it's pretty much all buttoned up. Um, there In Suzuka, when, when we go there next week, um, Max Verstappen just has to win and get fastest lap in order to, to, to get his second world title, which, you know, is easily, pretty much easily can be done. I was going to say, for anybody else, that's a tall, right. tall ask, but... He, I mean, it's hard to bet against him, honestly. I I think he's just, he's so good. And especially if it looks like it's going to be a a dry race, Mm -hmm. that car is just unstoppable just about anywhere. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty much buttoned up. There's not really much else to say. (laughs) If it's not here, it's going to be the next one. Well, I mean, I can, I can see, because like, I know like Yoss, his dad isn't going to be there. And I know his family isn't going to be in Suzuka. Mm Mm-hmm. So he may he could just be like, all right, I'll just take second place, and then. Do you think he'd like ease off? He, I think he could honestly, because I think his dad is such an important like. For I mean, he's there was yeah. there to celebrate his first one. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I mean. But then again, he's such a competitive guy that, who knows? I don't know. Get get Yas on a plane. For yeah, get get Yas on a plane or keep him out of the track. I don't really care. Who cares? It's his dad. It, he's gonna win. It's gonna happen. Just, I mean, this yeah. is this is F one. People are. I've seen people complaining about this that like, oh, it's not very competitive. But like, when you look at the last, I don't know how many years in the in the, I, let's say the last ten years, how many have actually been as competitive? Last year we mm-hmm. were spoiled with right. you know a title fight that went down to the to the, to the last lap of mm-hmm. the last race. Um, but that's just not how it usually works in F one. Usually you mm-hmm. get a a car that's really dominant over the course of a season, a driver in that car who's better and that's just usually how it shakes out mm-hmm. and so you know the u.s uh for 
the, the uh, what is the Coda? Yeah, Coda. Um, has I mean Lewis Hamilton has won the title there twice, I believe. Like, you know, it just that's just mm-hmm. how it works. So, at this point of the season, I'm not surprised it's going to happen. And if it happens in Suzuka, I think that'd be really nice for Red Bull with their with their partnership with Honda. With, uh, Honda. Yeah, exactly. I'm just kind of hoping for an entertaining race. Uh, we've mm. seen some thrilling races there in the past. I'm, I'm trying to think. 20, 2005 was one of the best races of all time. Yeah, um, easily. So I, I'd be excited and, yeah. if we got half that race. And iconic moments with the, the Senna-Prost battle mm-hmm. uh, that went down into turn one. The yep. infamous uh, quote from Senna as well. Um, or I suppose whatever you want to see it, if you're a Ferrari fan or not. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but... You know, the, the, I guess now that like, really the championship's buttoned up, the, the, I guess the entertaining order, I guess, has kind of shaken up. So for me, I'm, I'm looking at the McLaren-Alpine fight uh, for the rest of the year. That, and uh, it was kind of a tale of two ends uh, for, for both of those teams as uh, Alpine do a double DNF um, and they don't score points for their, their second consecutive race. And McLaren shines and Ricardo gets fifth place. He equals his, uh, his best uh, best. Uh, Best finish since Saudi Arabia, um, wow. which was a while ago. That was holy cow! I so, didn't realize that. Wow. Yeah, uh, great day for McLaren. They just kind of found, they just found some luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's the pink livery on their <laughs> new car. It did look fantastic. I, I did, I did say. like the pink though a little bit. I'm excited to see it in like regular light, not like you know, yeah, under the the lights at night, um, but. That it's kind of striking. It looks pretty cool, mm-hmm. I will say. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I voted Ricardo for driver of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that is that how did he win driver of the day? I can't remember. I got no idea. Well, I think he should have won it anyway. If he didn't win it, I should have won. He should have mm-hmm. won it because he uh, might have gone to Checo probably. Well, yeah, for... Checo mm-hmm. and Daniel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, just once again, I mean, Ricardo's not qualifying very well in the McLaren, but he finds a way to scrap for points um week in and week out um just just the difference between lando and daniel i'm not going to blame mclaren for dropping daniel ricardo i think that's probably the right choice um especially with the entrance of interest of other teams in piastri but i mean you look at a guy like ricardo who's punchy all all year long just can't find the qualifying pace he needs to in that mclaren car so you know, it's it's nice that, you know, once McLaren, you know, they drop him um, last month and then now he's actually, you know, doing a little bit of work to, I mean, find a race seat for next year, which I think he should do. I think he will. He'll find – somebody will find a place for him somewhere. Um, I've, not, I've heard he's been linked with a um, backup driver, a reserve driver yeah. for, for Mercedes, but mm-hmm. I, I, I absolutely agree. I think if he's not going to be racing full-time – um, for a Formula One team, I would prefer to see him somewhere else. Uh, whether that's I've been saying this for years now, I think he should go to NASCAR. I don't know a soul <laughs> who wouldn't love to see that man get into a NASCAR and drive around in circles. He is just entertainment incarnate, and I, I think, or an Indy car even. I mean, just to to hop into there, I would love to see him just you know, scrapping against the, the youngsters like Colton Herta. And, mm-hmm. um, but he is good enough. I, I know this. I mean, mm-hmm. you watch old races, you look at even this year when he has had his moments, mm-hmm. um, he's a good enough driver yeah. um, to at least compete for 
another team. I don't know if he'll ever get his form back that he had at Red Bull. I hope he does, you know, but yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I hope it all shakes out uh, well for him. Yeah, I, I really hope – I'm really rooting for the guy. I think he's a stand-up dude, and I uh, he's a great driver. He's the only guy to really give Max Verstappen a hard time in that second Red Bull seat. Um, yeah, right. You said, like, who knows if he can retain that form back in the Red Bull days. Um, but I don't think that's what – I don't think that's what you're paying that guy to do now. I think you're paying for the Daniel Ricciardo you see now. And I think this year I think you've seen enough to be – to have some interest in some contracts for next year. Um, just whoever, wherever he lands, um, is up to question still. So, uh, we'll see into that, um, as we continue down into the season. do have a little announcement to make um i and me and joe are starting a new podcast it's kind of a not race related it's about uh soccer um it's called foreigner football it's about so the english premier league in the eyes of us americans um trying to introduce new fans um as we kind of ride the soccer wave into the 2022 world cup um it's going to be fun um we're going to break down games we're going to break down like players we break down teams in kind of a more lax fashion, not too analytical, um, to keep things kind of light and to keep things kind of more focused on the grand scheme of things rather than nail you down in specific details. Foreigner football is going to be starting here in the next week. Um, we're going to have an episode out in the coming week as well. Um, so the trailer's out. Uh, if you want to go listen to that on Spotify and anywhere you get your podcasts, uh, that'd be great. Um, so check us out. Um, but now we're going to back and we're going to talk about a little bit out about uh, Alpine's problems um, in the Singapore track as they both DNF as well as they both have engine issues, um, which is kind of, I mean, after, you know, Alonso's qualifying performance and his 350th Grand Prix, really sad to see that he DNF'd with he an engine well. issue. He was doing well in the race as well, and it's just kind of becoming par for the course, unfortunately, for that Alpine. Just the reliability issues are shooting them in the foot. They, they clearly are the better car than McLaren over the course of the season they have been. Um, but now their inability to finish a race is just doesn't matter if you mm -hmm. are faster over the course of, you know, 30 laps. Right. If your car explodes <laughs> in catastrophic fashion, uh, you don't get anything. So no. they, they need to, to fix that. I don't know if they are able to now that we've, you know, tightened up the, right. the engine regulations and everything, but I mean, it's definitely concerning, especially because there's you know a race this Sunday where they have to compete against McLaren, who are at pretty good form right now. Um, but I mean, Suzuka is going to be a, a, a challenge for this Renault or this Renault team, mm -hmm. this Renault engine. Um, it's just they've got to. I mean, if they got to build momentum again, mm -hmm. I mean, they feel like they were they they find the roller coaster and then they they drop momentum and then they it's just been a kind of a rocky year for for alpine a little bit um they're probably gonna have to take engine uh, i would assume they would have to again and at suzuka which has not always proven to be the easiest circuit to overtake at we'll see mm -hmm. this year if it's any different but 
um, I, I can't imagine that it'll be mm-hmm. easy to pick their way through the field. But if they're starting at the back with both cars, they will be lucky to get anything from this race, right. honestly. That's my opinion. Yeah, and yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I was the only real hope you have is if that if Fernando Alonso can qualify well. I mean, depending on if you really want to take engine penalties, which they're probably going to have to do, it's it's just I don't really see a way for them because, like, I mean, McLaren is, like, they're, they're see blood right now. So they're going to be wanting to push, push, push and get as many – the gap between um, that Alpine and McLaren in the, in the structure schemes is as big as possible. And <sighs> – in order for you to do that, I mean, you might just have to take a hit here in Suzuka and try your luck in the next four races. A couple mistakes from the from Mercedes team, and they end up with only two points for uh, with Lewis Hamilton getting ninth. Uh, yeah, Russell Russell didn't do very well. Didn't reach Q three. Um, was his first time that he didn't um, get fifth out of merit. Um, he DNF'd in in and uh, and uh, Silverstone um, after that horrific show crash. Um, but yeah, it's just not a, it was just kind of, uh, just a weird weekend overall for every team, for a lot of teams, um, Mercedes, including, um, yeah. And I, then I saw the whole like Russell versus Schumacher fight was like, Russell, come on. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was all him. He, he yeah. had a couple interesting words uh, in his post-race press conference where I believe it was him that said like, this was a race winning car for this weekend. Mm-hmm. Which, when you look at the result, I know both cars were marred yeah. by things in the race, but a race-winning car that finished what thirteenth? I mean, they, they had nine. Yeah. They had early pace in practice, which yeah. is probably what boosted their like confidence a little bit. But like, the qualifying wasn't great. No, it was not. And then race pace didn't look fantastic either. I mean, Absolutely the difference not. was like, you could see the Ferrari was able to keep up with the Red Bull at the front of the grid. Yep. Verstappen was able to carve through it when he needed to. And Mercedes was just there. and that, Trying that was... to t- trying to not make contact with... I feel like every mm-hmm. time there's a... like some Every time there's a race where Mercedes is down on their chips, they always find a way to like target a Haas. Yeah. <laughs> they always find a way to like bump into a Haas. Because Lewis Hamilton bumps Kevin Magnussen on lap one, breaks his wing for the 40th time this yeah. year. Um, and then he gets a black and orange flag. They need to figure the the wing situation out at Haas. Like, put some t- duct tape on that thing, the start or something. Some preemptive duct yeah. tape. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> figure preemptive it out. Preemptive duct the, tape. The bump is coming. Just mm-hmm. figure some, it out. Yep. Put something on there, maybe mm-hmm. like uh, one of them pool noodles. Mm-hmm. Just around the pool the noodle around the outside. <laughs> yeah, keep it nice and insulated. Mm-hmm. And then and then the, then Kevin hits a button and the pool noodles fly off I like on the that. steering wheel. Haas. <laughs> Listen to us. We have ideas. Um, anyway, uh, and then and then the whole Schumacher, they both get a uh, the, the puncture for for uh, for Russell's move on the inside, and Martin Brendel says, you know, hey, you hit him, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is true. He did. He, he, I mean, the video, I love when he's like, oh, you didn't leave me enough space or whatever that. You're making the move. I like, And you watch the video, and they like pull alongside, and it looks like and he just he, goes, Yep. right into the side of him just pulls over and like almost intentionally hits him and yeah. you know there's because of penalties and everything i understand you can't get on the radio and go yeah that one was my bad you know yeah. give me a penalty or whatever but like 
it, it kind of reminds me of uh, I think it was Miami from mm-hmm. this year when uh, oh goodness, it was Mick Schumacher who crashed, just careened into the side of Vettel and took him out and destroyed his race. And yeah. on the radio, he goes over, he's like, "Oh, that was clearly my corner." It's like, no, dude, you were about yeah. three cars behind him, dude. Like horrible, horrible decisions, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got to stick by it on the radio, unfortunately. So kind of leads to a bit of comedy. Always a bit of fun there. Yeah, and I didn't like how George Russell said, oh, crikey, uh, Schumacher, oh, crikey. Yeah, yeah, Schumacher yeah. is fighting for his life over it. Mm-hmm. Like, he's literally fighting for a race seat next yeah. year. You realize that, Seriously. Russell. He literally is. Mm-hmm. Like, you're behind him. He is in front of you. He's in the points. How of course he's going to fight. Turned. It's like last year with yeah. Imola. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird weekend for George Russell. I feel like he was just out of his element, clearly. Um which is strange. He's been he's been so I mean, Mr. Consistent. Mr. Consistent. Yeah. Always makes that, you know, nickname up for him after he does something good for a couple weekends in a row. You know, Mr. Saturday. Yeah. Oh, he's qualified a couple times pretty nice. And he is. He's a fantastic driver, don't get me wrong. But like I, I do I find it a bit funny that like, oh, he does anything. Mr. Mr. Uh, yeah. Mr. Consistency, Mr. Saturday. Uh-huh. Huh, interesting. Um, Better than Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, um, okay. Well, I mean, we'll see. If yeah, he's, uh, what is, he's, they made a, a comment over the radio, um, not over the radio, during the commentary where they said, like, he's still fighting for second in the Constructors' Championship, which, when you look at it, like, you, you think about it and it makes absolutely zero sense. Like, I mean... He's not far off. He's not far off. You know, if a couple things go 40, his way... 44 points? Definitely, yeah, no, no he way. could definitely get into it, so... And if, you know, Ferrari screw up, which they're prone to, yeah, um, and I, Sergio Perez has some sort of weird DNF, which mm-hmm. he could, then Perry Russell is in the mix for P2, is. which is... I just thought of that. Mm-hmm. Wow. So You're right. He is, uh, that, and that also means good. Carlos Sainz is right there too. But unfortunately, but he unfortunately drives for Ferrari. Yeah, that's that is the uh, therein lies the problem. <laughs> therein lies for, the... for Carlos Sainz. Yeah. Uh, Hamilton is a bit out of a yeah. out of the it's gonna, yeah. waters there, but I do think that Russell is good enough to. I mean, he's he's been able to compete for you know a spot, and if if Mercedes can nail. The, the setup specifically for George at like a, the aforementioned mm-hmm. Brazilian race uh, and then potentially at um, I, I could see them doing pretty well in Mexico maybe not as much in in the US but I mean who the hell knows that, yeah. like anything could happen at this point and um, I, I do think that he'll be there or thereabouts towards the end of the season but uh, ultimately that Red Bull is just so much faster than the the Mercedes that I think he'll stay ahead and I I could realistically see it being one two Red Bull you know at the top of the driver's standings. Yeah, I definitely could see that, especially mm-hmm. after the weekend that Sergio Perez has had. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I thought it was funny that like the second Sergio Perez said, "Hey," or his his uh, I can't remember what his engineer's name is. Like, hey man, you might have a five second penalty. Uh, why don't you step on it? And he's like, "All right, yeah, I'll get I'll get eight seconds on Leclerc really quick." Immediately, there, <laughs> Immediately. Was, there was no hesitation. He was like, "Oh, just put everything." Okay, cool. All right, I'll do and that. And then, I mean, when you were watching the race, Leclerc had gotten really close. He had pulled up. Yeah. I think he flat spotted his tires or like went in a bit too yeah. deep. A few lockups from a lot of teams. It, um, it looked like Leclerc was going to be able to like you know go back a couple seconds, recharge his battery. Was that was that before then, DRS was enabled or after? No idea. That was 
So, it's been kind of frustrating all year, yeah, really. Was. The FAA has been kind of weird about the, the DRS. Like, if it's dry, mm -hmm. click on the DRS button. Like, You'd why can't we so, do that? Wouldn't you? But it's more complicated than that. It is, it is. You know, once you try to get offline, and I, I think it was Lando who was talking about, you know, once you go offline, you got to be, you know, very careful about if there's even a puddle there. When right. you're on slick tires, you're toast. And so you got, it's it's a really delicate um, thing, and always you have to err on the, the side of driver safety. So mm. it just kind of winds up being that way. But I think with the, the cars this year, when you look at the driving that we've had in, in dry races, it's been fantastic. And then wet races hasn't. And it's, yeah. it's a bit of a, a Especially when there's position, yeah. I guess is right. the correct word, between like uh, what it used to be. You know, we, we always used to pray for a, a wet race because that was when the chaos was, was going on. But now if we just like let the cars, you know, maybe have a, a more mixed up qualifying, I guess. Yeah. And then let it all settle itself out on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Those are the, those have been the best races. Um, and obviously the track helps and whatnot, mm -hmm. but those, the wet races have proven, I mean, Monaco was for a couple minutes, you know, very interesting, yeah. but then it just got really, really boring. They don't seem mm -hmm. to want to have drivers race in the wet. Um, I mean, today's, today's race, Sunday's race was postponed for an hour because yeah. it was red. It's really, it's, it, it was really hard for, for teams to gauge because the, the, the rain stopped, the race was going on, everyone has intermediates on, uh, it's a night race, and water needs to somehow move away from the track. Yeah. There's no sun to move the water mm -hmm. out of the way. So, and especially when you're literally under a highway, when there's shade yes. in yep. the corners, mm -hmm. um, there's still, there's parts of that track that like the straights and the main straight was completely dry. And there's parts of that, like some of the corners uh, that we saw that, um, when like when Russell went out on slicks, was impossible to navigate. Yeah. So like I mean, deer on ice. Yeah. Which I mean, there. look, I mean, got the got the guts to to go on slicks. Might as well give it a go. I mean, you're in what 14th place anyway. Might as well yeah. might as well give it a shot. But I mean, like, yeah, it's just it was just hard to like. No one wanted to pull the trigger mm -hmm. to like. Okay, I guess we'll just go to the slick intermediate. Uh, I guess, um, mm -hmm. which is you know whatever. That's fine. Um, it made it a little more interesting, uh, especially after the, the, the rain, and you can kind of see the dry line forming. But, yeah, it was just a weird, like, weather. Because there's no there's no tire to, like, in between an intermediate and a slick. No, like, exactly. so, that is the tire, yeah, you know? Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be wet, intermediate, and then slick. And, I mean, we saw it used best, I think, was, was it Turkey last year, where it was just, like, that was clearly the ideal race tire you know anyone i think it was Vettel that tried a slick uh i don't know if anyone tried a, a wet tire but that the slim intermediate whatever mm -hmm. it was called at the time just proved to be perfect and this looked to be a race that that would kind of happen again but mm -hmm. they just didn't really you know give drivers the pace that they wanted and they were clearing out the racetrack a little bit like you were saying there was that dry the the dry line forming and so it just kind of wound up being like a really, really difficult mix of like you couldn't put heat in the tires, mm -hmm. but you also couldn't like stay out on yeah. the, the intermediate for too long. Uh, I would have liked to see somebody like Alcon last year at Turkey who like stayed out the entire yeah, the race, entire race. And just tried it, um, you know, and, and see how far you can get on on those tires. But, but I mean, half the grid was DNF'd already exactly. by that point. Yeah, and it's, I mean... <laughs> There were too many risks taken, uh, so I, I, I don't I don't fault anybody for 
just saying, okay, everyone else is doing this. Just chuck them on. Yeah. Put on the 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 slick tires. But yeah, it was it it did make for an interesting uh, couple minutes where you know I think it was was it McLaren that that timed it to perfection. They didn't pit and then used the safety yeah. car to to get up the the order. Kind of messed up Mercedes's race, mm-hmm. but you know say la vie. That's, that's how, how it is. Yeah. So yeah. I'm trying to think if there was Haas. Haas didn't do. They they didn't have that many mistakes. They just had the drivers' races were compromised, and then mm-hmm. you know that was it. From yeah, there. interesting um, dynamic between Aston Martin and Haas now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aston Martin jumps two places to be to uh, for seventh in the uh, in the constructors' championship now. As as they as a uh, Stroll gets his sixth place, he gets the best um, finish all year. And uh, and Vettel gets a solid eighth place, so double points for Aston Martin. Um, we'll see with how the FIA rule their cost cap spending last year, yep. which is something that they delayed today, and they're gonna um, uh, give us the news on on uh, Monday mm-hmm. after the race. So was that a, is that an Aston Martin sandwich or is it a Red Bull sandwich? Because Verstappen was yeah. in the middle of the two. Which one is it? Uh, Verstappen was in the middle. Of I the know, two. I know, but is it? Is yeah, it, it was an Aston Martin sandwich. It's an Aston with, Martin sandwich. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, because uh, Vettel was Vettel got overtaken by Verstappen in the last lap. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't know which one would you consider. <laughs> is is Red Bull? Does that become the type of sandwich if it's in the middle? I don't know. Who knows? I'm not. That's great that's what we offer on uh, <laughs> points of podium sandwich debates as well. Uh, yeah. Um, Haas is down bad right now. They are. It, they looked so promising at the beginning of the year. Uh, I, I was it Magnuson that finished fifth, you know, yeah. in the in Viking comeback, and then it's just kind of all gone downhill. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had moments where they've been competitive, but they brought their you know car upgrades midway through the season. I believe it was Hungary or mm-hmm. was it Spa that they Hungary. brought those in, and it just has not work. looked like it's been any improvement at all. Nope. And those complaints about a white Ferrari, you know, are just kind of moot and pointless at this point because so are Haas, you know. Yeah. Six points in a row that they haven't scored. They're the only team to do that um, over that run of uh, races. Sad, man. You know, even even Williams has scored uh, with DeVries. Do you want to talk about Ferrari? No. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Um I mean, you want to talk about Ferrari? Nothing. Do you nothing yeah. I, I never want to talk yeah. about Ferrari, but I simultaneously always want to talk about Ferrari. <laughs> um, it's just, it's really, truly, what, what's the word? It's a dichotomy. Um, but today, or this week was, it was a good race. There were positives, but at the same time, I mean, you're not in the title fight anymore. Now you're just kind of looking at good results. And if it's not a win, it's not a win. And that's just kind of it. And, they had the opportunity. They could have. Charles Leclerc was always there. Uh, Signs started, you know, very close to the front, yeah. um, but just wasn't able to to get it done. And um, I mean, it's just there. There have been those moments over the course of the season where, when you watch specifically Carlos Sainz and, and Charles Leclerc, when you're fighting for a win, I think a lot of people will agree the best drivers are able to turn it up a notch. Yep. And just extend and and take that battle from, you know, right at the front of the grid to now you are 
separated. You are 20 seconds out, but the two of you are just fighting. You found a different gear, and whether that's strategy, whether that's, you know, realizing that, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not a part of this race, I'm going to fight for third, you know? Um, I don't know, but it just seems like science doesn't really have that ability to do that, you know? Um, anytime he has been there or thereabouts, he's been in second, and he hasn't been able to get past. Uh, we saw that at Monza last, was it last year with Gasly? No, two years, two years ago. ago, thank you. Um, or or <clears throat> any of his other second-place finishes. Uh, this year with um, Ferrari, he did get the win in Silverstone, but that was a very different situation where he was clearly on the faster tires. Uh, the rest of the field was kind of held up, um, and he was able to extend, but... I, I think when you look at the, the course of a race, even in that race, he made a mistake. Yeah. Uh, he went off the track from yeah, the did. lead. So he, he just he doesn't seem to have that clinical nature, unfortunately. And I love the guy. I think he's a fantastic driver. A good second driver um, is where I would put it. Uh, but Leclerc was there. I think he had the opportunities to get the win um, this week. But I, I'll say right now, and I hope I'm not jinxing us, but I simultaneously hope I do. Just, you know, why not? Um, we haven't seen a Ferrari disaster class in in a while. You know, it's it's been a couple races that they've been okay. It's been a couple races yeah. since the last. They, they've been okay, you know? They yeah, they have been. completely right. screwed things up. You're right. Um, and they I don't been. know if that's because they're relying on their drivers for strategy now uh, or what they're doing. But No more questions. Yeah, the, exactly. Uh, they're just, you know putting it out there and going to go about it. But, man, if they do that in Singapore or in Singapore, in Japan, and are able to, like, be competitive from the off, we'll see. I, I think they could challenge. Um, at least um, they could challenge Checo. I don't know if they can challenge Max for a win, but I think they could challenge for a double podium again. Um, I'm optimistic, but I'm also realistic. And I am foreseeing a double DNF. I think that'll be Holy just moly. fantastic. It's it's about time. I mean, you can kind of visualize it already, yep. can you? Car on fire. Uh, Leclerc in the gravel trap screaming again. We'll see. We'll see. Optimism from Joseph yes. Reina this week. Okay. It's impossible. All right, let's talk a bit about the results. Sergio Perez gets his second win of the year um, after that awesome performance in Singapore uh, and just awesome performances in street circuits as well. He's the clear favorite in any street circuit, I think, now. Um, and then the double podium for Ferrari. They get Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz on the second and third step. Um, and then you got Lando Norris and Daniel Ricciardo in the orange four and five. And then a uh, nice um, Aston Martin sandwich with uh, Lance Stroll sixth, Max Verstappen seventh, Sebastian Vettel and eighth. Glad we got that cleared up. Yes, we did. I'm glad we discussed that. And then uh, Lewis Hamilton gets a mere ninth place. And then rounding out the points is Pierre Gasly in 10th, mm -hmm. who kind of slipped under the radar all weekend long. Very quiet race. Didn't put up much of a fight when Verstappen was getting past him, but... I mean, yeah, that, you don't want to have, yeah, like Christian Horner steam down to uh, Frederick, or not Frederick Bressler, to uh, uh, Franz Tost and mm -hmm. uh, be yelling his ear for holding up his guy. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, just one, two, three, four, five, six DNFs um, this weekend, which is just sad. I mean, it was all three of the rookies for Singapore. Yeah. Uh, that did Mick? 
Mick is a rookie in Singapore. He finished. Oh, yeah, never mind. Three out of four. I okay, hey, good on I, you, am Mick. I, am I right? Let's check my math. Yuki. I don't know. Mick. Yuki and then Latifi. Latifi. Had raced it and Joe. Singapore. And Joe, yeah. So, and again, not Joe's fault. I think he, he was doing okay. He's the most unlucky driver I think I've ever he seen. He really life. is. He really, really is. And, I mean, on his day, he can be fantastic. I believe he's out-qualified um, Bottas a couple, like, I don't know the exact number. I probably should have looked it up, but yeah. he's been doing very well against his teammate, especially in mm-hmm. qualifying. Yeah, um, he's, just, he's a good driver. That Alfa Romeo team just seems very similar to Alpine in terms of, like, you know, has an okay car. Mm-hmm. But I would, like, yeah, I would compare them more to Haas, in my opinion. I guess, yeah, that's a, that's uh, a more because compare, they kind yeah. of started strong and then just kind of like have slowly tapered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking more in terms of like they just cannot get right. anything out of that car, you know? Because mm-hmm. uh, they have a race car. 11. They do. I mean, it's it's yeah. solid, but they just can't seem to mm-hmm. find the luck or find the pace. What is the the quote that? Fred Vasseur said, "It's like if it's oh, not yeah. one thing, it's, it's not the other, it's and then either. it's Latifi. And then it's yeah. So. There's always the Latifi factor, mm-hmm. but which is sad to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, it is what it is. Hey, but if it was a looks competition, I would put um, Alfa Romeo in the best. <laughs> it so, is. I guess like, they're win- they're in terms winning the livery or yeah. what? Oh, it's a fantastic livery. I'd put McLaren up there though, especially this weekend. Oh yeah, that's, that's fair. And the I mean, I'm partial. But Ferrari is." Velvet, yeah, gorgeousness <laughs> um, is what I would call it. All right, yeah, Max Verstappen um, doesn't extend his lead. Um, he gets three. He has three forty one compared to Charles Leclerc's two forty seven. So Charles Leclerc closing the gap to uh, about a hundred points difference for but them. He has one race less to do it. You know, yeah. To so in the end, it's moot. Uh, yeah. It's now it's, it's pretty easier for Is it even worth talking about the drivers in constructors championship other than talking about McLaren and Alpine really? I mean, no. Absolutely not. Once you get further down the table, I mean, for at the bottom it's kind of interesting. Obviously, Williams yeah. has established itself as the clear least favorite. Um, <laughs> but that that fight between Aston Martin, Haas and Alpha Tauri looks pretty tasty and then Alfa mm-hmm. Romeo is a bit more comfortable. Um in between Alpine and Aston Martin. But Do we think that Aston Martin can sneak into fifth? Oh, goodness. I'll, I'll say this right now. Is that possible? If, if they get some, you know, punishment from those regulations, yeah. oh, I the, everything like yeah. that, um, I can't imagine they take points away from this season, but if they, you know, limit development or something, they might take points away. Who knows? Yeah. Um, we could we could see them. I think on average they've been one of the worst teams um I think they've been slower than that Haas and AlphaTauri. Um, the their the qualifying pace is just abysmal. It is just terrible. It is so, so sad to see Sebastian Vettel, who, I mean, I grew up loving. Um, just useless in that car. It doesn't matter who you've got in it. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's going out in Q3 or Q, uh, Q1 um, every single week. And it, I don't know why. But he seems to be the most surprised man on earth every, every single time. time. He gets out of the car and they show the radio yeah. like, oh, we're out. And he's like, so no, sad. how could this be? Yeah. Well, it's because well, you're in an Aston Martin. That is that's why. That's why. Yep. I mean, but their 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 race pace isn't the worst no, I've ever sad. seen in my life. They've it's been just, able to get yeah. a lot out of that car. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they use this momentum they've gotten in Singapore uh, and move that along to the next to the rest of the season. And hopefully, am I rooting for them a little bit? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really like Lance Stroll very much, or the no. Strolls in, anyway. No. Think about next year. They're gonna have Nando though. Yeah, they're they're gonna have Nando, Nando, which is gonna help. Grab their lineup. Um, yeah. I'd like to see Seb do well. Um, mm-hmm. in at least one more race, but it does kind of pain me to think about the fact that this might have been it for him, you know, one of his last points finishes. Yeah. That he got eighth in Singapore. Which is his worst, I think, in Singapore ever. Yeah. So it's it's really unfortunate. Um, but, I mean, that's just the way it's, it's sad to think is, that, like, you know, once you move farther down yeah. the grid. But, um, that I was think, his yeah. That was his worst points finish, and yet that was a successful weekend for Aston Martin. Yeah. Bad. Bad looks. Ouch. We'll get into some Suzuka predictions here. Uh, a few questions going into Suzuka for next week are, will Max Verstappen get his second championship? Yes, he will. There's no, um, mm-hmm. I, think he, I think he probably will. You don't have to watch the race. Yeah, it's just, over. it's over. It's over already. <laughs> um, can McLaren extend their um, lead against Alpine for fourth in the constructors? I yeah. think it's hard to bet against him. I mean, yeah. like we said, if, if Alpine has some engine penalties, which... I'd be very surprised if they aren't taking an engine penalty mm-hmm. um, after what happened. You know, they're, yeah. they're going to be starting behind the McLarens, most likely, yep. unless they are abysmal in qualifying, mm-hmm. and then they also take an engine penalty. Um, but I think they'll be able to do it. I think yeah. they have... Um, both cars will have the upgrades that they fitted for Singapore for Lando. Um, mm-hmm. So, I like I said, I, th- I think it's hard to bet against them May, will they score points? I don't know. That's the that's the question. I think is is going to be will either um, team score points? But if one of them will, my bet would be Lando in like a P eight or something of that nature. Yeah. Can Haas uh, get some points? Can they? Yes. Will they? Eh. <laughs> it's two very very different questions. Yes, that's um, true. I mean, can they? sneak in well if they got to start getting points mm-hmm. if yeah. they don't want to sneak into ninth exactly uh can you imagine if they took all of last year off to finish ninth like that is that that's just horrible you know everyone i i think mm-hmm. a lot of people especially after they got rid of he who shall not be named or paid um was was kicked off the team at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. um I think a lot of people wanted to see them succeed. And at the beginning of the year, we thought that they would. But mm-hmm. now they've just kind of tapered off, like you were saying before. And at this point in the season, they just don't seem... It's almost the opposite of Red Bull. You know, people yeah. people would say like, oh, this track suit, uh, what suits uh, Red Bull or this mm-hmm. track suits Ferrari. I, like, I hate that question. Really? It, it's pretty much thrown out the window after this year I think interesting it's because every time we say that it's oh Red Bull is going to be the, and then Charles Leclerc wins 
Interesting. And then I, I just, I hate that question that it suits this whatever, whatever. It's, we're racing a Formula One car. Like, anything can happen. I guess so, yeah. Well, then at the risk of jinxing, oh, yeah. this, this track suits Max Verstappen <laughs> perfectly. Let's say that. Okay. We yeah, have we'll it on record. That. Yeah, we'll have it on record. <laughs> and then um, I'll be watching Sonoda this week. Well, of course. Love, I mean, love everyone will be. Yeah. I, I hope he'll do better than this weekend. Yeah. Um, and I hope that he'll be able to maximize um, that car yeah. that he's in. Um, whether he'll finish above Pierre or not, I don't know. Um, he just seems to be a bit too mistake prone. And yeah, he... whether, whether or not, they always say when they're speaking about like a, a driver racing at their home track that it, it accounts for like a half a second or a second or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> I hope that he'll, you know, the scenes would be fantastic. We could yeah. get into Q3 yeah. and yeah, set be a awesome. really good lap. That'd be awesome. Um, you know, and he's starting for a, uh, from a good spot for the race. But I just, I mean, it's that just, car yeah. is just so bad. He's, this year, unfortunately. Yeah, the, the, those two drivers are, you know, they're great drivers. It's just they're confined by the limits of their car this year. And mm -hmm. I think that's more apparent than I think anybody, any other team, in my opinion. Exactly. Um, but hopefully they can get a little momentum out of out of Sonoda this week, and uh, Pierre getting that point um, helps a little bit. So, um, good luck, Sonoda. I'm rooting for you, dude. Let's do it. We all are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I have uh, I have some predictions for Suzuka. I'll just uh, I have Charles Leclerc on the podium on the top step. Um, Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez. I think Red Bull are going to get it done with the the one two to uh, secure, basically, the Constructors' Championship. Interesting. And then my driver of the day is Fernando Alonso. I think his engine's not going to explode. He's going to do well in Q3, and I think he's going to get some good points. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with the Alonso doing okay. Uh, I, I don't think his engine will explode if they pick a new one. Yeah. God, if it does, the scenes would be horrible. Yeah, that would be bad. Um, I, I just need a camera fixed right on the Alpine garage. Uh. Just as soon as that happens. For, for Otmar Safnauer just to put his head in his hands, that would make my week. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm a little curious about Leclerc winning. Um, so is, is Verstappen going to clinch it or not no. this week? No? No. He's not going to clinch it? Okay. No. Fascinating. Then I guess we'll go to, to Coda. Yeah. I, I disagree. Uh, for me, I have Max winning top step. Let's let's give him the the grand slam too grand while slam. we're at it. I, I think wow. he'll just be fantastic okay. after a weekend of just abysmal racing, abysmal qualifying. Nothing went right for him. I think everything's gonna uh, hit the ground running, and he's gonna win everything. Uh, top of all three practice sessions. Who knows? Um, he's gonna win the sprint race that doesn't even happen. He's just gonna <laughs> he's gonna be fantastic. He's gonna set the fastest lap yep. in the scooter he's that he rides be, around on track. He's gonna take a nap. <laughs> And then still set the fastest lap on that lap. Um, They're going to turn a seat around in the car mid-race. He'll, 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 he'll reverse. And he'll yeah. drive reverse. And he'll still uh, but yeah, and then Checo, I think, will take second place. I think a Red Bull 1-2. And like I alluded to earlier, um, I think George will have a good race. I think he'll take third. Uh, I can see mm -hmm. him getting back on the, on the podium uh, after, same as Max, just yeah. a, a poor race in Singapore. Um, and... You know, he had moments where he was okay in Singapore, but not too many. I think he'll get right back to, to his best um, and grab a podium at the expense of both Ferraris, which uh, simultaneously combust. 
Um, I, I think that's what's. <laughs> they will both at the same time. Yep. At the same time, they're gonna. Somebody's gonna hit a, a switch in yep. the Ferrari garage. Just boom. Um, but and I think driver of the day will have to be Max for me. Um, yeah. I mean, when you wrap everything up, uh, win a Grand Slam, obviously yeah. that's gotta be him. Totally valid prediction. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably going to happen. But I'm a little more rom- romantic myself. Mm-hmm. I want to see him win in America because I'm American. I would <laughs> like that. Yeah. Uh, and it's Texas, so. Can you imagine if someone wins the, the driver's championship or either championship yeah. in Vegas next year? That'd be pandemonium. It would. I mean, it's going to be second race, second to last race of the season. Yeah, because it's November, right. what was it, November 20th is when it is? Or? Goodness. Because it's remember the exact day. Because it's the same weekend as the when the World Cup starts. Is it wait? Or is it? No, because World Cup is this year. Oh wait, no, World Cup is this year. Yeah. Okay, yeah, never no. mind. Uh, let's wrap it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, never mind. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be crazy. Just go to Vegas and uh, have somebody win there. Win it on the strip. <laughs> that'd be cool. That'd be. Oh, I think the promotion would be. They would be eating that up if someone oh, could easily could. Gamble and win in the yeah. streets of Vegas. So. <laughs> the bold, yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, we're we're getting close to the wire here in the twenty twenty two season. I mean, four races to go, man. Um, it's not as exciting as last year, obviously, which is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, you get one that one of those crazy seasons every twelve years. Yeah, which hey, we got we got it last year. I'm happy about. That's what um, makes it better. That's what makes it fun and, and exciting. You get the regular, yeah. It's just you know. It's these years of Verstappen winning half the races that make make you realize what you have. <laughs> what what you yep. Mm-hmm. And Ferrari blowing up every two seconds. Um, yep. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's it should be a fun one in Suzuka uh, next week. Haven't seen um, anyone on track in Suzuka in a couple years, so um, exciting uh, new addition maybe. Um, not really, but. Uh, a classic track uh, coming back to the grid here this year after the uh, the COVID years are behind us, thank God. Um, and uh, we we get to go to the Suzuka, which is which is lovely. Um, mm-hmm. That's Sunday. That's on at midnight our uh, our local time. Mm-hmm. Central Standard. Which is yeah, we're 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 professionals. All right, we can do it. Um, that was in Australia as well. It was the the, the, the twelve a.m. So we're we got this. We're done it before. We've done it before. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. Especially to see Max kill everybody. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's been our show today. Uh, we will see you in Suzuka. Yeah. Go Max, maybe. Hopefully, or Leclerc, or, Leclerc. or, both. or both. Whoever wins, you know, I hope it's a good race. Go Sonoda. Sonoda's gonna win. Oh my goodness! Can you imagine? I don't think anyone would get out of there alive. No. That would be. Something. Okay. Good night. We gotta go. <laughs>